This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. Welcome to this evening's episode of Rush Hour. I am your host, Kelly Rush, and we are a production of America Matters Media, the home of quality conversation. You can check us out on the web at americanmatters.us. That's americanmatters.us. And we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Reno Rush Hour. And uh, we're also on YouTube now, YouTube channel for Reno uh, Reno Rush Hour. It's just called Rush Hour Radio Show. And uh, also the America Matters Media uh, channel. There's also a Rush Hour channel there as well. I'm all over the place. And I'm also on Twitter at Reno Rush Hour. So uh, go out there and uh, follow me, like me, watch me, check me out. So this is also an interactive program, so you can call me. Call me. On the line. Call me. Call me. Yeah, I can't sing. Uh, 844. That was good. Thanks. I see. I see your guest. Oh, it's Westbine. He's sneaking up behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a party, and somebody's calling you too with no caller ID. It's, it must be a robo. Yep. We are just busy, man. Mm-hmm. It's just the energy is pouring in here. Eight four four seven nine zero talk. Eight four four seven nine zero eighty two fifty five. I expect to see those lines lighten up any minute now. Or you can uh, message us in the Facebook Watch Party comments box over there, so I can see your pretty face, man. And uh, you can go in the corner. We'll just put baby in the corner. Will that be okay? Mm-hmm. You sure? I think that'll be great. So, man, we got it going on. I am just surrounded by boys. I've got D. Gregory of the Nevada Broadcasters Hall of Fame, K. Hogg, K. H. W. G. Hall of Fame, and Mustang, Mustang matters. matters here on eleven eighty a.m. I said that wrong. It's KCKQAM 1180, technically. Yes. And push your mic on button there and clip yourself. Hi, guys. Got it? (laughs) You you have a little clip thingy on your there. Clip that to your shirt so it doesn't scratch. Yes, Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, KCKQ 1180 AM. And, uh, yeah, Mustang Matters airs uh, every Monday at 1 o'clock here on the West Coast and replays every Sunday at high noon. Yes, it does. And then also on our overnight stream at the opposite time. Oh, wow. 12 hour. So it plays 1 a.m. On, on Tuesday morning. Tuesday. Oh, yes. Yes. And at midnight on Monday on, morning. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. that's, that's, uh, so that's you're getting really all good. kinds of exposure. Yeah. And your co-host, the lovely Maureen Dane. Yep. Uh, is with you. Yep. So it's awesome. We just have so much going on. And, uh, I'm going to take, I was here at the station on. earlier mm-hmm. and then ran over to do TV real quick with Lacey J. Dalton, and then ran back here to do this show with you. So, 
But I You're have, just a media whore. That, yes, yes, that is true. But I have not seen you in so long. I'm going to have him do voices before I this know, hour's up. You're darn right you are. <laughs> this over here is Wes the Magic Mouth McWethy. <laughs> Sounds like I have a lisp. Wes the Magic Mouth McWethy. Yep. He's very true. <laughs> and, Don't worry, comrades. <laughs> yes. And then you're going to get me talking like that because... Uh, technically, where I come from uh, is an area of Pennsylvania called Bucks County, and um, I'll introduce him in a minute, the guy you're waving at back there. Um, it's Bucks County, Pennsylvania. It's suburban Philadelphia, and when you go to dialect school, which is very common in the media, so if you have a heavy accent and you're going to go into broadcasting and they need you to unlearn that accent and kind of neutralize it out a little bit, they send you to dialect school. They teach Bucks County because technically we have no accent. Hmm. We have the most neutral, flat, you know, speech of anywhere. So they teach Bucks County. So when I get around an accent, I pick it up like that. So... When I moved to Dallas, Texas, about five minutes, I was fixing and wrecking to and Mike could and y'all. And I I still do even, you know, now. I, well, y'all is a, a great, it's a very legal, excellent contraction. Yeah. I mean, everybody should say y'all. But uh, so anyway, when I get around you mm. and you start slipping into, especially your Boris and Natasha, I fall right into it. So anyway, well, the problem is in America, people laugh because uh, my my code name was Boris, and I had the well, my, my ex wife's name was Natasha. When I come to America, people people start laughing when I tell them this uh, had something to do with moose and squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm such a squirrel. Mm-hmm. You shine something this way, and I go this way, and you shine something this way, and then I go that way. It's just, I'm a squirrel. Putting laser dots all over the wall and watch you jump around. Very funny. <laughs> years ago, he... Uh, That's why I'm so skinny. Years ago, he took uh, took a few hours one day and came into K-Hog Radio and laid down a bunch of station IDs uh, in different languages. I mean, we had Halloween stuff, you know, Dracula, Halloween stuff. We had... Uh, Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, I mean, you name it. He just, just, I mean, just a list. Another, I mean, we, Mel, another Mel Blanc, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, between I mean, his... Young guy. <laughs> we, we just literally had a, a whole stack, a whole cart full of rotating cart full of carts? Yeah. Well, between his voices and your gravel, you know, yeah. and then Dizzy Dawn, yep. I mean, I can't imagine the circus that must have been. It's what uh, shot us to number one. I, 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 radio. Seriously. Oh, gosh, those must have been the days. Yeah, it was only, what, 5,000 watts, something like that? <laughs> oh, it was, uh, no, the station was, uh, it was a 10,000 watt 10, station, yeah. but when we got, uh, um, when we had the FM repeater uh, and then streamed online, that's what got us uh, the coverage that we got. And it was an AM is much better than FM, far better than FM with regards to terrain and everything. So we had far more coverage. A ten thousand watt AM station uh, beats the crap out of a hundred thousand watt FM station. So that was uh, nice. We'll go to break and then. uh, Would you Would you believe I still have a K Hog T shirt? 
I believe it. <laughs> wow. I want a K-Haunt t-shirt. We need to be That was the K-Haunt. old days. Yeah. The good old days, right? Well, we'll be back for the second segment of this evening's fabulously fun and freaky Friday here on the Rush Hour. Stay tuned and uh, join the party. Come in with us. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. And welcome back to the second segment of today's Rush Hour. I am Kelly Rush, and I have got D. Gregory of Mustang Matters right here on 1180 AM. Why am I saying that wrong? KCKQAM 1180 terrestrially, streaming online via America Matters US and americamatters.us and the TuneIn app on any smart device or any uh, streaming device and uh, on Facebook, live, YouTube, and uh, Twitter. We're all over the place. We don't make you come to us. We meet you where you are and we are the home of quality conversation. So I've got D. Gregory and I've got... The lovely Wes, the magic mouth, McWethy, <laughs> whom I haven't seen in so long. I'm so sorry I kept missing you. I have been so busy, and you see why. You see the results. Thank you, my dear. Um, you see... Well, I was in California, too, so it would have been kind of yeah, hard to hook up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, I know you've had appointments. You know, you come to uh-huh. our, our excellent VA um, here. And thank you both for your esteemed service, you are a uh, Navy vet, and you are you're uh, you're Army. both Navy. No, no you're Army. Army. That's right. Uh, booyah! No, I wasn't Ooh, uh, there. I didn't do it. You know, and uh, one of those people. <laughs> but you know, you both have you know years and years and years of hard service, and I appreciate it. That's so right, Andy. By golly, it, it was a lot. Oh, dear me, yes. Dirt was new in those days. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, but, you know, just both vets, both, you know, taken care of by our VA. We have one of the best ones in the system. Bye, Brother Greg. Have a wonderful weekend. We love you. And um, so you come in all the way from Fallon. True. So it's a long way. You don't come in trivially. And uh, you know, I regret when I don't get to spend time with you when you when you're here. And uh, but man, I have been slammed to the wall, which is a wonderful thing. I you know, oh, I the joys I'm not of complaining. Being a CEO, you know, yeah, right? yeah. I believe me, I am not complaining. Um, but with you know, my mom having health problems lately, and you know, just trying to really, really, you know, just expand what we do here at America Matters and. You know, bring great things to the community at large, you know, the nation and globally, mm-hmm. you know, takes a lot of energy. Yes. So, I love it. But, uh, you know, you're one of our <laughs> one of our shareholders and I like to, uh, you know, keep you apprised of what's going on. So I like to do that face to face. And I'm in the process of putting together another corporation. So, oh, so. wow. Mm. I, I, I have a lot of spare time, you know what I mean? Right, <laughs> right. Between that and building that uh, that shop. That, yeah, that was... Big effort. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, 
unexpected. Yeah, uh, ground, ground Zero was a, just a place. I mean, it was just a piece of dirt. Yep. And then we started excavating. We did, you know, we did everything over there. It was. Uh, well, it was a typical construction pro- pro- project. It took, you know, overtime and over budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was over budget. That's for damn sure. Right? Boy, I'll tell you what. Yeah, a little, little costly there, especially well, you know, out there in Fallon, they're building uh, housing for. Uh, they're bringing uh, the Air Force into that. Uh, into the naval. Into the naval. Oh, you're kidding! And I think what they're Pe- going, permanently or you know, yeah, and uh, they're building uh, housing for them, etc. The prices on material went through the roof. Oh my God! Concrete. Of was course it did. It always crazy. does. Well, you were doing, you, know, you had this tremendous demand, and they didn't even have uh, enough concrete. It was crazy. You know, I just, uh, scrounging around for a few yards of concrete. It was well, I mean, insane. you know, way to plan for something like this. Like, hey, let's just do something all at once. Let's not think about something and then do it gradually <laughs> instead of going, you know, well, hey, we're going to do this. So everybody goes, hey, let's jack up the price. Well, it, it took us half a year to build this this uh, shop. It's not that big. It's 24 by 30 steel building. That's not trivial. But uh, big, heavy concrete floor and... Uh, I put radiant in-floor heating. Yeah, well, that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, again, that adds. But smart, you know, do it now instead of going, hey, I should have done that, and then try to re-infrastructure well, you, you it. You can't do it. Mm-mm. Well, you sort of could. You could yeah, lay it well, on top and then throw throw in more concrete. Well, but. right, work around, and then it never works right, yeah. and then you're going. Mm. Well, what they do is, uh, like in a house, um, if you've got a stick-built house, the joists will carry the weight of 12.2 pounds per square foot of gypcrete. And what they do is they staple down the tubing, and then they pipe it in through a window. <laughs> gypcrete, it works, you know, and then they spread it out. And yeah, but then you lose square, you know, you lose... Why? An inch and a half? I mean, Oh, is that it? Yeah, it's it. But still, does it really cover it properly? Yeah. Will it work? Yeah, and then right. you can then you can put a, a, a subfloor on it, or you can put tile on it, or whatever. Gypcrete's pretty tough stuff. Mm. It's mm. made out of gypsum and concrete yeah, kind concrete. of thing, you know. For, well, for an outdoor building, I guess. It wouldn't no, be it was inside. Deal. That's in house. Oh, it's yeah. in the house. Yeah, I've even seen them do it on a second floor. <laughs> they get a, a concrete pump, and they pump the the stuff up there. And <laughs> Interesting. Better you than me. <laughs> how many how many different industries have you worked in? Oh my God. Uh, what did you do before you went into the army? Were you drafted or enlisted? I was drafted. Um, I was the, the uh, property master and the assistant stage manager at Mill Run Playhouse in Niles, Illinois, okay. which is theater and around. It's the hardest for theater to work by far. And prior to that, I had worked. In uh, motion pictures uh, with Sharky Productions in Chicago. Well, they were in Chicago, in Glenview. And there is or was a studio there that was actually a copy of a uh, Warner Brothers uh, studio. And it was built that way. And it belonged to Esquire, and we used to rent it and shoot commercials and different things. Ed Reimer's almost killed me. <laughs> you know, you're in good hands with Allstate. Yeah. I was on the top of a 10-foot fly, and I was uh, doing the washouts on the back, 
from the key light, and he was standing in, and he was going through his stuff, and he says, and you're in good hands with all fate. (laughs) (laughs) It almost fell off the wall. I was not ready for that. The Yikes. whole wall started working back and forth, and he's looking up, trying to see me. And of course, he's looking into the lights, and he didn't know what's going on. Yikes. Okay, so after, so then, okay, so you did the Meet Hollywood thing, and then after that, it wasn't Hollywood; it was uh, Chicago. Oh well, Chicago. Okay, that, but I mean that, that industry. Yeah. Well, I've been to. Uh, I've worked uh, in drug companies. I've worked for aircraft companies. I've worked, for, and a lot of it was consulting work. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortune, Engineering. Yeah, Fortune five hundred. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was kind of the guy. Uh, called it a design engineer position, but what it actually did is it coordinated the different departments that didn't want to work with each other. Right. For various reasons, <laughs> like interdepartmental rivalries and yeah. you know and, more of an you know, hr and that, and that goes and that goes babysitter oh, oh yeah it goes on all the time in <laughs> tell in, me about it i like republicans and democrats yeah, yeah you know it's maybe maybe a congress yeah. House representatives could use yeah. somebody I, like that i'd come in as the outside guy right and i had the power to fire them if i had to but i'd sit them down and i'd say look boys and girls here's how it's gonna be we're putting this project back on track it's going to be uh right on time and it's going to come to fruition on time and uh, if you guys don't want to work with each other that's okay there's the door don't let it hit you in the butt i'll mail you your check and they'd look at you like you're kidding and i'd say no i'm not kidding i have the permission of management to do as i see fit to get this project online and my costs were pretty cheap when you look at the uh, uh, penalty clauses on some of this contracts. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And I used to charge like a lawyer. Well, and sometimes, too, just a, th- a third party from outside of the company coming in and saying the same thing the boss did, the, the, the people go, oh, okay, oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, uh-huh. they just have to hear it from somebody just else. Just hearing it, it from sense. somebody yeah. else. Yes, and, and the fact that uh, I wasn't involved in the company politics. Right, that's and it. And when I was done with my job, I was out the door. Right, you know. right. But I had them calling me. Yeah. Hmm. Do you got time to, to come here and fix this problem for us? You know, which oh, is yeah. fine. And I was doing, uh, I'll drive vacuum design at the time and... Uh, which at the time was a black art, which kind of neat. You, know? <laughs> you either knew what you were doing or you didn't, you know, and, it, and you learned it uh, kind of OJT. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, that's on-the-job training for right. those that don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was interesting, to say the very least. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Different. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, employees... When <laughs> over at Boeing, uh, we uh, built a thing they called the Eel at Moffett Field. It was a high-pressure tunnel f- for doing laminate flow uh, studies, and I designed the staging area. And they for had, NASA Ames Research Center. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's NASA Ames now. It wasn't at that time, but uh, the staging area is a giant ball valve, and it just rotates ninety degrees. So nobody can get hurt accidentally turning on the, the machine because, one, it blocks the fan, and second of all, there are interlocks. So it had to be in a certain position. 
Well, we've got to go to another break. We'll be back for the second half of today's Rush Hour with Kelly Rush, D. Gregory, and Wes McWethy after these messages. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to the second half of today's Rush Hour. I'm your host, Kelly Rush, and as I said at the top of the show, we are a, uh, an interactive program, and uh, we want you to call us and tell us what you're up to this weekend. 844-790-TALK. That's 844 7908255 And uh, you can also drop a... Uh, a, a <laughs> I'm like, something wrong with my computer here. Drop a line in the uh, Facebook comments box, and uh, I can respond to you there. We've got a bunch of people uh, listening in. My uh, old friend Meg Rhodes from uh, high school back there in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, and Eddie Floyd uh, listening in, and Jim Gibson. Gosh, I haven't seen that name pop up in a while. And uh, my wine friend Lance and Tom. My gosh, Tom over there in Germany. V. Gates, my friend, and... uh, my f- Steve there and uh, Steve Jones. So uh, it looks like my video has stopped. I can't see what's going on. I don't like that. And uh, so, uh, oh, oh, bon- oh, bonjour, bon, Saint Mary. He's the executive chef at uh, La Strada over there in the row at uh, El Dorado. Oh, mushroom mm. ravioli, yum. Hmm. There mm. goes my waistline. Mm. <laughs> it's the best. Speaking of food, may I plug something? Oh my gosh, go, 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 go. If you can't decide between prime rib or roasted chicken, (laughs) it doesn't matter because you can have both of them at Piper's Opera House (gasps) one week from tonight. And that's the uh, Hearts and Roses show that's coming up at Piper's Opera House. It's uh, on Valentine's Eve. It's a great event. Take your sweetheart, too. It's uh, again. It's an evening of uh, Hearts and Roses. Lacey J. Dalton and David John of the mm. Comstock Cowboys, and uh, it includes a dinner. The doors are going to open at five o'clock. There'll be a no-host bar. Uh, dinner will be served at six thirty. The show starts at eight. But it's not like a regular show that one would think. It's going to be Lacey J. Dalton and Dale Poney, her band leader, as a duo. And then David John of the Comstock Cowboys, whom everybody knows, and Doc Quam, uh, who's his fiddle player. Mm-hmm. Now, Doc is from Fallon. He's a, he's a real doctor, but he plays in the band. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be David and Doc, Lacey and Dale, the four of them up there together. And it's kind of like uh, in the industry, they call it like a guitar pool or whatever, where only thing they're doing that night is original songs. So you will not hear them sing or play any song that they have not either written or co-written and arranged. So it's all original songs. And, you know, Lacey will do a song, talk about the inspiration, where it came from. Boom. Then David John will do one. And then Lacey and David John. So mm-hmm. it's a combined show. But it starts off again. Doors open at 5. There's going to be a dinner. It's prime rib dinner or uh, roasted chicken, or you can have them both. It's it's uh, buffet style, so you go on up, get what you want. There's going to be potatoes, I believe, mashed and baked, if I'm not mistaken. A salad, a very nice uh, salad, and then dessert will be served as well. It's at the historic Piper's Opera House this coming Friday night, Valentine's Day, February the 14th. The purpose is uh, for the preservation and the protection um, uh, of the history of 
and the heritage of the Comstock because proceeds are going to go to two organizations. One will be the Let Them Run Foundation, and the other organization that is going to help is the um, Cemetery Foundation, the Comstock Cemetery Foundation. We know there's actual tours, guided tours of the cemetery up mm-hmm. there that people can take on some of the ghost tours the, that they have. This, this, the, it's done by Funtime Theater, who... Um, which uh, Craig Moss, yes. our former engineer, actually is um, part of managing, and the uh, actors uh, rehearse here. Wow. So we're connected. Yeah, so it, it's going to benefit that, um, the uh, Comstock <coughs> Cemetery Foundation and the Let It Run Foundation. What's nice about it is once they've counted up the proceeds on what the ticket sales and all that, you know, the actual profit proceeds, the 601 Vigilance uh, Committee is going to match that. So... If they raise $5,000 that night, the 601 will match another $5,000. So it's going to be a great time. Um, lodging is available up there, special rates at the Silverland, the Cobb Mansion, and or the Silver Queen Hotel. And you can get tickets by going to eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com, and it's called An Evening of Hearts and Roses. This coming Friday night, Lacey J. Dalton and David John of the Comstock Cowboys. It's going to be really a great show. It's a whole night. I mean, think about it. Doors open at 5, no host bar, dinner at 6.30, show at 8, probably go till about 9.30 or so. So it's four or five hours packed, you and, and your sweetheart. going to have a great time at the historic Piper's Opera House, which some people say is haunted. Do you think Piper's is haunted? You've been there. You've been to Piper's Opera House, am I correct? I don't recall it, um, but some of my favorite people hang out around there. <laughs> well, you know the canvas. I mean, the ceiling—it's it's still the original material. The the canvas, uh, so much of that is still original. And sometimes I've been in there by myself before we go to set up to do a sound check or whatever, and or at night in closing up, wrapping up after a show, where I'm maybe the only one in the stage area and other people out front or whatever wrapping things up. But there's times that I've seen and heard some pretty weird stuff. You got to think about it, Mark Twain. I mean, you, oh, you name it in the entertainment well, industry, haunted. even the, the dancers and all that. I mean, uh, the people who have been there over the years. Haunted isn't, just unbelievable. you know, a big deal. I mean, what do well, you mean by start, haunted? Things start, move, if so? things, things start moving on their own, you may not want to be there all by yourself. Why? What's it, they're not, they well, some people freak out by that. So? I mean, like, why would you freak out? They think, What's to freak well, they, out they about? They think there's a spirit. Maybe the spirit's going to yeah. come. How could... It puts, you, it how puts could me on notice. It makes me cautious. It makes me cautious. cautious I don't believe... What? I, I don't believe that some ghost is going to come out and is going to take no club and hit me over the head with they that. I, I, I don't. I don't... Oh, I, they probably could. Probably I, I'm not worried about they, that. How could they? I'm not, I, I'm not worried about that, but they, it, it is... It is weird if you think about it that there could be a spirit from, from two hundred years ago that, that right might be right there. next to you. It's one thing to know or think that there might be spirits in there with us right now, but it's another thing to feel that cold wind come by or see this curtain move all by itself. I mean, you know that they're there. There's no longer a question as to whether you are there by yourself or whether a spirit from from days gone by has come back to stop in and say hi. When you see something happen, you got to admit, it's going to get your attention. It's going to get your attention. If you were in this station all by yourself and it's one o'clock in the morning and you're just doing work 
And all of a sudden, you see that headset that would be hanging there come off and lay right down on the thing, and you're sitting there. You cannot tell me that will not get your attention. Honey, I do it all the time. Uh, I blow light bulbs. I, 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 my energy is ridiculous. But I'm, At and restaurants, I'm not, I make people drop pl- plates full of, of and And I'm not saying something dishes. like that w- would make you want to run out screaming. I'm not saying that. But you got to admit, that would get your attention. Oh. You know you're not alone, oh, and I'm so it makes you think. Yes. That's I all get, I'm saying. It I just get makes people's you, attention I'm, all the time. It's, oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I communicate. I talk to them. I mean, I'm a... <laughs> Well, that's fine, but some people don't take it the same way. Some people are actually absolutely scared to death. Well, they are scared to death yeah, and that's of ghosts or spirits that's, or whatever. Yeah. I'm not, but I do take notice. I have seen some weird things that is uh, unexplainable, not, and you, you got to think. Seen, wow. You've just started to notice nature and and what's what life is really all about well, and how it really works. You're just starting to become conscious, that's all. It's all very strange. No, it's weird. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird. See somebody and then you report, hey, I've seen somebody over here. And they're like, oh, no, that, that person died in a car wreck. Right. And that did happen. Mm-hmm. We, as a family, mm-hmm. I may have told it before. I know I told it on that one early morning extraterrestrial show that used to be on mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. overnight. But as a family, we were driving home and driving through Niles Canyon over in outside of Fremont. And we all did. We seen the girl. And she was in her prom dress and she was covered in blood. And my dad turned around because it's a canyon, one lane each way. Turned around, come back. We couldn't find her. We got out of the canyon. My dad notified the police department that there was somebody injured. We didn't see a car. We did see the, the lady in the the dispatcher said we do get calls like this from time to time but that was a girl who died on prom night it was like 30 years prior or whatever but we seen her sure we know what we seen sure how did she appear physically you could see it and then be gone just that quick so that's why i I, I know her energy it her energy resides there i mean she it 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 happened that's just the way it works i mean but as an eight-year-old kid, could cause a nightmare. It could cause you oh, until you understand it. It could. It oh could, no! Oh no! You know. Question. Oh sure, as an eight-year-old kid, absolutely, absolutely. But it's yeah. nothing to. I'm just saying, it's nothing to be afraid of. No, it's absolutely nothing. They can't hurt. It, I mean, they can't hurt you. It, no. You know, it, you've seen too many horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they. I mean, they. They. They're physically. Yes, they can conjure enough energy to. to you know slightly move an object yeah you know but no could they pick up a club and no they they don't have physical you know they don't have a meat suit anymore well that's the premise of of the movie ghost i've never seen it oh you have to be kidding no if you've seen something you've seen these headphones move that that has the ability to move that somebody is moving it Energy is moving okay. it. I mean, it's you know, it, it, and 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 let me tell you, brother, if a, if a spirit physically moves something, it takes for the third dimension of existence is extraordinarily dense. It's very difficult to do this for them to conjure the energy to cross back here to do that. 
They're trying to get your attention. Somebody's trying to get your attention, so pay Well, that's attention. a good question. Would you rather just see something stand in the corner, or would you rather see something move, which is worse? Right. Maybe when right. I come back. Uh, just pass me a note. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back for the fourth and final segment of today's Rush Hour, and we'll talk a little bit more about this when we come back. After these messages, stay tuned. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to the fourth and final segment of today's Rush Hour. I'm Kelly Rush, and I've got Dee Gregory and Wes McWethy with me. And uh, we're talking about some some existential stuff, some esoteric stuff. And uh, I don't know how we got off on this, but... Um, it, oh, we're talking about Piper's Opera House. Oh, yeah, and being haunted. Haunted, yes, yeah, haunted. Sure, or, sure. You know, spirits but, yeah. or whatever. Haunting isn't, shouldn't be a scary thing. And, it, you know, people have seen too many horror movies is really what, what it is. And, uh, you know, haunting is, has been turned into something evil and, you know, evil, there is no such thing as, as good or evil per se. Those are, man-made judgments you know of on a spectrum of really what is light and dark you know light and darkness of energy you know all all life is is just different forms of energy on a spectrum Mm -hmm. and we have created this third dimension on here on earth to experience physicality and you know the the five senses you know and because because of the difficulties we put ourselves through with this conflict stuff and we're fixing to about be done with it but you know we we wonder why on earth would we do this to ourselves and it's because we come here to learn and we once we go back once this meat suit thing you know is finishes itself and we go instantly go back to our source it's all bliss it's all good there is no you know people that have near-death experiences and say, you know, I had a, a choice and I didn't want to come back. And, you know, it just, everything felt so good and this light and, it, you know. Why would somebody come back as a spirit be, or whatever? Why would they do that? Because they weren't done yet. It wasn't their time. It, yeah. And they, you know, they said, I, I had something to finish and... I felt this pull, and mm-hmm. I thought of my kids, or I thought of the, you know, you. There's a choice, you know. You go ahead. I had a friend that uh, his name was Gifford, and uh, he was a producer, motion pictures, etc. And I was working with him to produce a film, a Moliere play, uh, and turn it into film. And um, he died on a table, mm-hmm. um, and then. And he was dead. He was pronounced dead. And he came back. And he said, wow. He said, you wouldn't believe what happened. And I said, well, tell me, man. He said, well, I came out of my body, and I'm floating above the operating room, and I can see everybody. 
And he said, this guy comes in, and he said, he said uh, that he was the guide. He says, but he says, it isn't your time yet. You haven't finished uh, making this film, etc. And you've got a couple more that you want to do. And he, he, became, he came, went back into the body. And the, the, he had been pronounced dead, and then he was alive. It was like a miracle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he came back, and he told us about this this stuff. And he said, he said, uh, I wasn't ready. I mean, you know, I had things to do yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that I, I kind of went, okay, you know, gift, sure, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of putting my tongue in my cheek and uh, going, okay. But uh, you know, the the older I get. Um, it's not a matter of probably being smarter, but being um, more educated uh, as to things around me and the world and how things happen, etc. And it, it's quite quite possible. I mean, kind, kind of thing that's is different, strange, wonderful. Uh, you know, I'm not afraid of death. I mean, people, you know. They oh get, my God! There are so many things worse than death that can happen to a person. I, trust yeah, me. When I was in, when I was uh, overseas, I was being shot at, etc. I was dead. I knew I was dead. See, <laughs> yeah, I, I had that acceptance that that I was a, a dead man, and and why I survived, I don't know. Because I could have been killed five times, and I wasn't. And mm. and I came close, but uh, close doesn't count in this game. Right, and uh, so it was. It was a little different, <laughs> but there was a lot of emotional pressure. Uh, oh God, yeah, in, in that scenario. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, absolutely. And <clears throat> excuse me, God, my, by the time, by the end of this, it's crazy, you know, that, that I have to talk all day and then do a show at five o'clock at night. But it, um, there are a lot of really, you know. Excellent books on the subject um, out there. One thing that kind of scratches the surface on it was The Secret, the movie and the book, The Secret. Um, it, it just, you know, it starts to go there. Uh, in The Secret, one of the um, authors is Mike Dooley, and he is my very, very favorite. Um, of all of the uh, um, people who delve into the subject, um, Louise Hay is another one. Any any of the Hay House group, um, I really like. But pr- Mike Dooley is my favorite, and he has a website called tut.com, T-U-T.com. He sends out um, free notes from the universe uh, every day, which are just ticklers that just really just make you smile. <laughs> but he, his books um, are just excellent, and his really primarily three, um, the uh, series of three are, are what really got me going. I mean, it just really sent me straight about a lot of things, kind of just in life in general, and thinking just, you know, really just made me think straight about a lot of things, you know, had nothing to do with haunting or anything like that. Just kind of just thought processes, really. Um, It was called Infinite Possibilities. And... um, you know, I, I 
just recommend anybody just read the read the dust jacket and see if it's anything you know, that might interest them. But um, you know, it's just death is nothing to be afraid of, and more importantly, life is nothing to be afraid of. Just stop being afraid. You know, fear debilitates people and it has hamstrung this nation period end of sentence and who who was it ike that said we have nothing to fear but fear itself or was that eisen was it eisenhower who was it or uh the general uh the other general uh, anyway, whoever said yeah. that was absolutely dead on, and we need to grow our balls back and stop cowering to, you know, just you know these alleged authorities. You know, <laughs> the the government is just people. FDR. FDR. Thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you. And uh, just. People are so afraid of every little thing, and they just listen to what people tell them to do just because somebody's telling them to do it. Question, at least question things. Um, in the movie Dune, mm-hmm. there is a really great line, a one-liner that's just absolutely fabulous. Fear is a mind killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Three words. Yes. And it Dune's, does, a, it, Dune's yeah. a great book. It'll paralyze you. You know, you just. It does. I mean, you know, I. People look at me crossways because, I, you know, and people keep telling me, you know, oh, you know, oh, just calm down, because because I, I get mad, I get frustrated, and I speak up, and I tell people like it is. Mm. You know, I'm I'm brutally honest. I used to be blatantly honest, and and I've had to get brutally honest because people don't listen. You know, and and I'm just like, what is just? You know, even my mother. You know, just is it they're not listening? Yes. Or is it? Maybe they're not under completely understanding, and you're viewing it as they're not listening. No, because I, it's been a process, like with my mother, of of you know being nice, and then being gentle but firm, and then being firm, and then being stern, and then being you know f- just. Than just having to just scream at her, hmm. you know, just what is you know what is it? Maybe they just don't want to hear. It. Uh, I don't know. Things that are like, I mean, some things are trying, important. Yeah, but just trying things, to help. Her, like, yeah, you know, no, I like, get it. You know, her saying like, how you know, what do I do? And then I'm tell her, telling her. Yeah, no, you ask her a question. You should listen to the answer. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, that can be very frustrating. <laughs> But thank you for letting me be here today. Thank you both for joining me. This was a lot of fun and impromptu. I appreciate Great pleasure. it. Thanks so much. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And uh, I will see everybody on Monday. And uh, 
join us and next Friday, Comstock or uh, David, John, and Lacey. Uh, Valentine's Day at yep. Piper's Opera House. It sounds like fun. Everybody. Yeah.